Bom dia! Brayden here. Absolute Beginner Season 2, Lesson 1. Portuguese directions getting you nowhere? Hello and welcome to PortuguesePod101.com. Welcome to the Absolute Beginner Series, Season 2. Prazer em conhecê-los. Brayden, could you explain a bit about this new series? Sure. This series is geared toward people who have already completed the previous Absolute Beginner Series. That's right. We'll be making lots of reference to things that we have already learned in other series. So in this series, we have two storylines. One of a group of friends setting up a surprise birthday party. And the other one is about a group of co-workers who travel all 12 host cities of the 2014 World Cup. So, Tasia, what are we going to learn in this lesson? In this lesson, you learn about grammatical gender, nouns and articles. And the conversation is between Michael and a woman on the street. And it takes place in the morning, doesn't it? Yes, and Michael doesn't know the woman, so they will be speaking formally. Vamos lá? Let's listen to the conversation. Com licença, estou um pouco perdido. A senhora poderia me informar onde fica o restaurante A Casa da Carne? Hum, é uma churrascaria? É. Preciso chegar lá para encontrar com um amigo. Tem uma churrascaria que fica três ruas para lá. E aí, como eu faço para chegar lá? Fica bem ali, à esquerda. Muito obrigado. De nada, boa tarde. Boa tarde. One time slowly. Uma vez devagar. Com licença. Estou um pouco perdido. A senhora poderia me informar onde fica o restaurante a Casa da carne hum. é uma churrascaria. É preciso chegar lá para encontrar com um amigo tem uma churrascaria que fica a três ruas pra lá e aí como eu faço para chegar lá? Fica bem ali à esquerda. Muito obrigado. 
de nada. Boa tarde. Boa tarde. One time natural native speed with translation. Uma vez rápido com tradução. Com licença. Estou um pouco perdido. A senhora poderia me informar onde fica o restaurante e a casa da carne? Excuse me, I'm a little lost. Ma'am, could you tell me where the restaurant The House of Meat is located? Hum, é uma churrascaria? Hum, is it a churrascaria? É, preciso chegar lá para encontrar com um amigo. Yes, it is. I need to get there to meet with a friend. Tem uma churrascaria que fica a três ruas para lá. There's a churrascaria three streets that way. E aí, como eu faço para chegar lá? So, how do I get there? Fica bem ali, à esquerda. It's right there, on your left. Muito obrigada. Thank you. De nada, boa tarde. You're welcome. Good afternoon. Boa tarde. Good afternoon. Boa tarde. Good afternoon. So, Tasia, how many times has this happened to you? More times than I can remember. Getting lost in Brazil is pretty common, especially in São Paulo or other big cities. It certainly is. <laughs> One thing that was very different for me when I first came to Brazil is the number of people walking around in the street. Why was that different? Where I'm from, most people drive cars, so there just aren't that many people just walking around. Ah, but in Brazil? <laughs> exactly. In Brazil, most people walk, bike, take the bus, or some combination of those. That means there are lots of people on the street and lots of people who could give you directions. <laughs> and remember, if you are in a hurry, Brazilians tend to talk a lot. That's very true. So, be polite, but just like Michael in the dialogue... Remind him that you need to be somewhere. Let's take a look at the vocabulary for this lesson. The first word we'll look at is... Ah. The. Ah. Ah. Next we have... Um. One. A. Um. Um. Our next word is... Uma. One. A. Uma. Uma. And our next word is? O. The. O. O. And our next word is? Mulher. Woman. Mulher. Mulher. Next we have? Esquerda. Left. Esquerda. Esquerda. So, what's our next word? Atrasado. Late. Atrasado. Atrasado. The next word is? Churrascaria. Steakhouse. Churrascaria. Churrascaria. And next we have? Nada. 
Nothing. Nada. Nada. And our next word is? Chega. To arrive. Chega. Chega. And our last word is? Restaurante. Restaurant. Restaurante. Restaurante. Okay, so let's have a closer look at some of the words and phrases from this lesson. The first phrase we'll look at is Poderia me informar. In the dialogue, the phrase Poderia me informar was used to ask the woman for help. The phrase Poderia me informar literally translates to Could me inform. But means Could you tell me? As in, could you tell me where the restaurant is? This is a very polite way to ask for help. Another phrase used in the dialogue is the phrase chegar lá, to mean get there. Michael says to the lady, preciso chegar lá, which literally translates to I need to arrive there, but it's used to mean I need to get there. The last phrase we'll look at is de nada. De nada literally translates to of nothing, but it means you're welcome. That's right. This expression has changed a lot over the years, and what once was a long phrase that meant something like you are not required to do anything back was shortened to just genada, right? Right. Now it's just genada, and it's the standard response to obrigada, which means thank you. And one last note about the pronunciation of the word restaurante. In certain dialects of English, restaurant often has a ch sound in the middle of the word. Restaurant. It's a T, but it often sounds like a CH. Restaurant. But in Portuguese, it only makes a T sound. Restaurante. Restaurante. Okay, so Tassia, what's the focus of this lesson? The focus of this lesson is gender relationships between noun and articles. So, in the dialogue, we heard the phrase O restaurante, a casa da carne. Which means, the restaurant, the house of the meat. Tasia, what's going on here? This is an example of grammatical gender. Grammatical gender is one of the key grammatical concepts in Portuguese. And it's a huge concept. In this grammar point, we're going to cover gender from a top-level perspective and move down to the ground level to give you a full idea of what grammatical gender is. But if it fries your brain, don't <laughs> worry. We'll go over this again and again from different perspectives so you can really understand how it works. You should always remember that gender is centered on nouns and then extends to articles and adjectives. Nouns are words that represent people, places, things, or ideas. Like shoes, sunglasses, trees, ants, clouds, etc. These are all nouns. In Portuguese, however, every noun has either a masculine or a feminine gender. Most nouns dealing with males are masculine, like brother, father, sir. And most nouns dealing with females are feminine, like daughter, aunt, male. Exactly. The key is that even nouns that have nothing to do with either masculinity or femininity, like road and cloud, are still assigned a gender in Portuguese. 
So, Tasia, what does gender affect? Grammatical gender affects nouns, articles, and adjectives. That's right. Grammatical gender does not affect verbs in any way. Preposition also can't be affected directly, but many prepositions like G form contractions with articles. This can make them seem gender sensitive. For example, the preposition G means of or from and is one of the most used words in Portuguese. The rule states that if G is followed by an article, which would be O or A, then it must contract with them. Since the articles have gender, the resulting contractions, do and da, also have gender. In a phrase, this would look like, esse livro é da escola. This book is of the school. Don't worry, we've got a whole lesson dedicated to these and other contractions in Portuguese. But just remember that do, dos, da, and das all mean the same thing. Of, the. So, back to gender. Right. Nouns and articles. Every noun in Portuguese is preceded by an article. But what's an article? In English, we have three articles, which are the, a, and an. When you're talking about grammar, articles are parts of speech that subtly affect the meaning of the noun. For example, the word book by itself is pretty simple, but when you say the book, the meaning is subtly specified. They do the same thing in Portuguese. We just have more of them. Also, English articles don't have grammatical gender, but in Portuguese, but in Portuguese, there is a feminine a article, and there's a masculine o article, and then plural forms of each of these. That's right. You have to know the gender of the noun because the gender of the article has to match or agree with the gender of the noun. So, some examples. A caneta, a caneta, means the pen. Caneta is feminine, so you have to use the feminine article, a. And o caderno means the notebook. Caderno is masculine, so you have to use the masculine article, o. You use a and o the same way you would use the in English, but before every noun even if you wouldn't use that in English, like before people's name or days of the week. So, Tasia, let's quickly go over the pronunciation of these articles. What? The masculine article is O. Could you repeat that? O. See how that isn't O or A ah or something like that. It's O. Oh, brilliant. It's also important to know that in a sentence, O is pronounced almost U, as in O livro é meu. Good point. So, let's move on to the feminine article, which is? A. Same thing here. It's? A. Not A uh, or A uh, or certainly not A. Okay? One last time. A. Awesome. And there are plurals for these too, right? Right. There's a masculine O's. And the feminine, as. And all of them just mean the. Right. Wonderful. So, how important is it to use articles in Portuguese? Very. 
every noun has an article before it. And if you use the wrong article, you can actually change the meaning of the word. And grammatical gender is one of the central concepts of Portuguese. Perfect. Thanks for that. Well, I think that's everything for this lesson. That just about does it for today. Okay. Some of our listeners already know about the most powerful tool on PortuguesePod101.com. Line-by-line audio. The perfect tool for rapidly improving listening comprehension. By listening to lines of the conversation again and again. Listen until every word and syllable becomes clear. Basically, we break down the dialogue into comprehensible bite-sized sentences. You can try the line-by-line audio at PortuguesePod101.com. Thanks for joining us for this first lesson of our new Absolute Beginner series. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Até a próxima. Com licença, estou um pouco perdido. A senhora poderia me informar onde fica o restaurante, a Casa da Carne? Hum, é uma churrascaria? É. Preciso chegar lá para encontrar com um amigo. Tem uma churrascaria que fica três ruas para lá. E aí, como eu faço para chegar lá? Fica bem ali, à esquerda. Muito obrigado. De nada, boa tarde. Boa tarde.